Hi guys and welcome back to the third episode of Crown Talk. As you can see this is a slightly different one because it is shorter and it's called Breakfast and Sudoku. <laughs> My friends and I had the idea to introduce shorter episodes in between each larger episode just to break up the tension that could be created by the bigger episodes because as you can tell from last week most of the episodes, the larger ones, will be a bit more intense and have deeper topics of discussion. So we thought it would be a great idea to break up that flow with some shorter episodes that will revolve around day-to-day, -day, not nonsense, but just day-to-day -day stuff that's more entertaining and not as um, intense to listen to. And we decided to call it Breakfast in Sudoku. Don't really remember why. I think it's because it sounds good, so I guess that's the reason why they're called Breakfast in Sudoku. And as you can see, uh, this episode will be about some very interesting ghost paranormal murder stories that we have experienced and as we'll be able to tell us that we really let ourselves go we really let our fantasy run wild and really dive into the parameters that evolve around ghost stories and paranormal activities so do bear with us please but i'm pretty sure most of you can relate anyway and i really hope that you enjoy it I just wanted to also apologise for <laughs> the state of the sound on the last episode. I was using Fraser's microphone for that and uh, he has a, I think it's called a tuner or a mixer and that it was giving feedback sound and I thought I had edited it all out. I clearly didn't. I don't know how all of those countless buzzing noises escaped me but I am really sorry I had to put up with that and it won't happen in the future. But yeah, I really hope you enjoy this episode and I'll see you after it. Good morning and welcome to the first episode of Breakfast and Sudoku. Today we will be talking about our paranormal experiences, things that we have experienced that aren't quite, that don't seem quite right and are a bit funny. And with me here today are my two friends, Megan and Hola. Fraser. Hello. Okay, so we came up with the idea for this episode last night when we were talking about funky things that have happened to us because we were watching The Haunting of Bly Manor. Which I highly recommend, even though I'm not that big of a horror fan. So that's a big step for me. So yeah, and we started talking about weird stuff that has happened to us. And it was a riveting conversation. So we decided we should talk about this. We should try and recreate this in an artificial environment. Exactly. With the same magic as a normal conversation. <laughs> I think we should start off with your mum. That your mum spoke to you about when she went to someone's funeral. She hugged that woman. Oh my I think God. start with that. Okay, okay. That's, thank you for reminding me. I completely forgot about this. Fraser doesn't know this, so this is going to be completely good. new to you. I'm and it's guess. a really good story, y'all. Um, <laughs> we had five to ten years ago, um, my mum knew this family who had two kids. The mum from that family was Mexican as well. That's how they knew each other. That was back in Luxembourg. Okay. But I think in the time of knowing them, we moved to Germany. So it's like kind of transition thingy. Okay. They had two kids, one a boy roughly my age and one girl roughly my sister's age so they must be around 20 and 17 now mm -hmm. and my parents were really good friends with them with the parents we would visit each other very often um but one day i walked into the kitchen and my mom was on the phone and she was crying Jeez. and i was like what happened what happened and then when she hung up she said that the father i'm gonna name him dan for this for the sake of this Mama had dan. died Dad yeah, died. he had died. The yeah, the lady. husband of yeah. Oh my god! Like in the close back, he was always so lovely. So he was from the eastern part of Germany. Okay. So they, um, I mean, if you know the whole story of the wall, the eastern yeah, part yeah. was a little bit more. Um, Beat it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he would always like 
try and save stuff like the wife always wanted to do a lot more and he was always just very aware of the way that he was brought up and how that was like affecting so when she wanted to do big like events or whatever he was like oh, Se- we could for save, example blah, blah, blah. for example yeah okay, I see what you um but he was a lovely guy I, rem- I still remember him a bit so he was really nice i was ashamed yeah man. um we went uh, apparently he he had been ill for quite a while okay and then he had died in this pretty sure it was in this in, in his sleep like during the night uh-huh we went to the funeral um i remember seeing the two kids in front of me just their backs. I don't remember much more from that funeral. But, and now, and yeah, if you know what happened, nothing else. We haven't really been in touch with them since. Mm-hmm. And that always surprised me a bit because my mom and her were good friends. Yeah. Um, and now, a good five, six, seven years later, at some point, I told her how I want to write a little, like, short story, like, crime short stories. And then she told me about... So wait, you told your mum this? You told your mum you wanted to write stories? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and that reminded her of something really weird that had happened to her. At but the funeral. Can we just say, your yeah. mum yeah. doesn't okay. believe in this at yeah. all. So, oh, shit. Little, a, bit, a little bit of background story on my lovely mum. She's a very rational person, a no BS person whatsoever, doesn't believe in anything, really, really against religion, all kind of superstitious beliefs. So she's just like, oh, ghost story, do one. It That's do not true. Time in this <laughs> exactly, <household>. exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then she told me this wild story and i was like why did you never tell me about this before because i was too young to understand so my mom thinks and this is the drum roll moment yeah, I was gonna say, my mom thinks that the wife let the husband die what hang on so my mom goes thinks from being a ghost story to like murder wait mystery? wait yeah but it's it, it's both my mom thinks that she saw her husband probably having a seizure or something like that i remember exactly i don't remember the exact okay. details right. and instead of helping him she just let him die because, again, she was being restricted a bit in that marriage. She really, really wanted a third child. As oh, in, you know, her liberty with, oh, of being I able get it, to... Because he was yeah. trying to save up for food stamps yeah. and shit. And yeah, not, not food stamps. They were not poor. No, but it's, not, I mean, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. He, he had that mentality. Yeah. My mum had told me that she really, really, really wanted a third child. And he didn't. Okay, so, yeah, I get you. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't want a third child. And she, was, she resented him for that. So she was um, like, I'm going to let him yeah. die. And... But here, get this, not even a year later, she was pregnant uh, again, after he died. With a year fl- later, with new, a new guy, guy, pregnant. Holy shit. Giving, like, new, having a child. Um, I know that when someone has a seizure, though, you are meant to, or if they have a fit, you're meant to leave them, aren't you? Well, you I don't know do what, I don't, I don't remember the details. However, she could have done something called. And then deliberately was like, nah, man. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so my mom didn't really, she, she always thought the circumstances were very weird because he got cremated real quick. After he died. Normally you do though, don't it? Yeah. My mum said Imagine it was still. My mum said no, no, no. They didn't leave him rotting, but they didn't really. She told me they didn't do a proper Before whatever they, they have to do. So yeah, some examination. Oh, I don't know yeah. what. It was all side for the uh, exactly. It was all very quick. It all happened very quick in my mum's eyes, and she got a very really weird vibe of the wife all of a sudden. Was and then crazy so this is where the little like kind of cre- creepy like. Not ghosty stuff comes in play. Good. They went, we went to the funeral and my mum told me, she was really upset, obviously. Yeah. And she told me that when she hugged the wife, she felt like she was hugging like nothing. It was just cold. And it hit her so hardly that she started crying, 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 crying. It's what really f- weird. It's <laughs> so weird. I find I find that very hard to believe coming from her because... So the wife was really, was really 
cold. No, as in not temperature not, wise, but it's she like just feeling. Feel yeah, like mm-hmm. something really, bone, yeah, like something really weird. Exactly, something really weird overcame my mum, and she broke down. That is mad considering like you said. Exactly, she doesn't believe that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, and that has not like like I still think about that all the time. That Especially is mad. when you hear about she got a kid not even a year later. That story still sticks with me to this day. That somebody it's like my worse mum because your mum doesn't believe in yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. She would terrifying. not have anticipated anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Which yeah. is trippy as hell. Which is why I know it's real. Like, yeah. oh, and I get shivers just thinking about it. It's but weird. so yeah, like there's this slight possibility that this woman might have just let her husband die so she can continue living her dream. And that was my story. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god. So now I have to put a little disclaimer here. I'm really sorry to tell you out of the story. Um, When I was showing my mum this episode, she really wanted me to let you guys know that she does not at all think that when she hugged the mum at the funeral that it had anything uh, paranormal, like that it had any paranormal connotation to it. Um, There are loads of other factors that make her believe that the wife let the husband um, die um, I'm, I'm not going to go into detail on all of them now, but for her, what she thinks what happened is that she was hugging the wife and clearly, subconsciously, that wife was giving off some kind of vibe. Um, so, yeah, it's just <laughs> while we like, well, I and my friends like to think that, oh, no, it's definitely just, you know, it's because she's evil and I know she's done a horrible thing and that's what she's called. Uh, my mom would just like to really make sure that's not what she thinks and her that her story she does not think it's a ghost story or a paranormal story she just thinks that there are loads of factors that played out before she began to think that "Mm, there is something fishy about the husband's death and maybe the wife has something to do with it so yes take take the story with a pinch of salt the way that i tell it because i'm clearly biased i want to think that it's some kind of like low-key paranormal thing but according to my mom it is not and i just wanted to make that very clear i'll let you get back to the episode now did yeah. you know that story mate yeah that's why i was like can i start with this one because uh, yeah, that's such a good one to start with amazing so yeah that's this one that i've not heard from you then megan yes about the weather so megan has a really good story as well which she has told me before and i was like that's freaky and fraser doesn't know it either so we are doing this very organically so my mum doesn't realise this my grand's kind of spoken to me before so my grand on my mum's side Mm -hmm. Um, so I swear to god there has been some points in my life where I could physically make it rain and pour down what? like I can't control it you're one of the (laughs) X-Men that's mad I can't control it I can't be like oh let's make it rain let's do it it's like when I've gone through something and like I've said some words out and it's just been it just starts pouring down like, Sunny, like, like five minutes ago. Like, yeah. like actual downpour. Sunny, five minutes ago, just paused. Give the, give the examples. Okay, um, so there was one time when me and Jack, I think it was last year when we got separated over summer, and I sent him a message like, oh, I really miss you. And he was like, it's pouring now. Like, ten minutes ago, it was sunny. And I was like, yeah, I know that normally happens. It's That's quite frequent. mad. Yeah. What is going on? So because how often you, does that... You go, does the... Does the weather system revolve around you or are you sensitive to the weather changing which makes you say them things Whoa. I don't know. But it doesn't make sense because there's they would be so like intricately yeah. intertwined yeah because it's like you obviously missed him anyway you didn't know it was going to rain 
yeah. the yeah. rain isn't just waiting on you. Or and is you know this it's one you thing. You might as just well. be very much in tune. Yeah. There's this, um so mosquitoes, they can't fly around if the wind yeah. goes faster than like ten miles per hour or yeah. something. Ooh. So like I learnt that and I've made it windy sometimes so I don't get bitten. Oh <laughs> no way. But do you, is it like a conscious thought? No. So I can't be like, oh, let's make it rain. I'm really sad. I'm sick of these mosquitoes, and then it starts being windy. Tornado. No, it's been like when I get bitten so many times, and it's just like I walk outside. You get and sick it's like, and tired. Oh <laughs> my god! That's yeah. So See, and for those people who might now think, oh, it's just a coincidence. <laughs> I mean, if it happens often enough for you to realize, it's probably not a coincidence. And we all know this kind of stuff. We all we have all had experiences where we might not necessarily consciously think about something, but then something else happens in response to that. Yeah. It's not a coincidence. I mean, if you look it up, but, there's but, but then it's also it. it's it's it happens so often, and it's quite a rare thing. You know, I've never experienced yeah. that. It's like there's got to be more to it, surely. Yeah. You know, that's and that, interesting. I've had no idea. Imagine freaky. that. There's that been freaky. thousands of generations of people who live in like drought-ridden countries, just praying for the rain. Like, oh, I just want to. And eat. then Megan and then Megan's like, oh, I miss you. you. <laughs> Straight down. Like, they, they all them rituals for now to me. No, that is, that is crazy. I had no idea. I've never even heard of anyone experiencing anything similar to that at no, all. No, neither anyway. have I. That's freaky. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That is it happened freaky. in Greece as well. So Greece is a very hot country, as you know. But that's like outside of your your, you know that you weren't born there, innit? So uh, so that's mad in that Greece. It's like I a worldwide thing. Me and my sister had an argument, and it was one not the worst one we've ever had, but it was pretty bad. And I remember waking up the next day, and it was like, literally all of the, like you know the blow up things in the blow up things in the swimming pools outdoors, mm-hmm. all of them had like blown away from the wind overnight, and I was just like, so it was gone. Everything like the water was still there, obviously, yeah. but like all oh, of the most of the pool was just empty. All the oh blo- like balloon shit was just gone. I was like, oh no, I've done. What have again. I done? <laughs> Yeah, but the freaky thing is that you can't control. Like, I mean, uh, I think it would be even freaky if you could control it. But yeah. it's kind of scary the fact that you can't control it because you might not even think whatever you're doing or feeling might have an impact, and then all of a sudden it has one. You're like, oh damn it! Yeah, done it again. It's crazy. I mean, if you yeah. make one of your special like bean curries and all three of us eat them, and Megan says, "Oh no, I've got wind," you can't <laughs> you can't stay in the house and you can't leave the house either because you get taken away on a hurricane or you get gas. There's no, there's no way around it, man. That's crazy. That's mad. That's I have so a story crazy. I've thought of over the course of this that I didn't say yesterday. Okay, and this is quite a nice comic relief one, even though it's been generally quite light-hearted. Yeah. So my, I've got a good mate at home called, called Miles. He's an absolute champion. And Miles, is, he's the guy the other day who I was saying felt deja vu at the same time as me. Oh, yeah. So he's kind of in tune with these kind of things anyway. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a, a story, and it's there's not enough time. But basically, the general gist is that I have in my life I've experienced really quite intense déjà vu at times of change in my life. Should I go with this? Yeah, yeah. I can go with that one, but the, I'll, the other one's quite short, so I'll stick with this. Um, and it, it always tends to happen, like I say, around intense periods of change or before something that ends up being important mm-hmm. in my life occurs, and it's really trippy. And in this particular example with Miles, me and him were walking, we went to Rock City, which is a club in Nottingham for drinks. This is during the lockdown, so it was more like a bar, but Mm -hmm. the dance floor was filled with tables. And we both needed the bathroom, so we thought, oh, obviously we'll just go together, whatever. And we were walking through the club, and as I got to the end of this row of tables before turning left into the corridor where the bathroom was, 
I felt this really intense deja vu, like the image lined up. There was like this bald guy sat on the end of this benched table. And then with the stairs going up and people walking around, it all went like linked up like that. And I was like, oh, deja vu. And I went into the bathroom and did my business. And when I was drying my hands afterwards, I met Miles at the dryer. And he was like, I said, hey man, you know, when we were walking back through the club, I got another really intense sort of burst of deja vu. Mm -hmm. And he went, oh yeah, yeah, I felt it too. Um, it was the bit at the end of the tables, wasn't it? Yeah. And I was like, bruh. Wow. I was like, that's unreal. So he's in tune with these kind of things. And what I was going to go on to say was, he's got a sixth sense, yeah. right? You're not going to be able to guess what this is. You can control the weather, right? Your <laughs> I mom, can't control it. Your mum can detect murderers. <laughs> oh my God. Miles' is, yeah, Miles's sixth sense is he knows when... Africa by Toto is playing on radio stations so he's not listening to it. <laughs> that is sick. The Africa what? sense. He'll be in the car or he'll be with you and he'll we'll be talking or something like that or it's usually in between conversation this will occur. He'll go, he'll kind of pause and he'll look like he's thinking. I'm like, you're right, Miles. And he'll reach for the radio and he'll tune it to a station and Toto by Shut Africa up. is playing. I'm what? not joking. He's done it on on at least five or six different occasions where we've been in the car listening to tunes. He goes, meet this guy. And he goes, <laughs> he'll, Miles' signature phrase is one minute. He always goes, one minute, if you ask him to do something. And we'll be listening to the tunes. Normally, me and him, we, we really like Pendulum and sort of drum and bass. We'll be blasting tunes on the motorway. And he goes, one minute. And he'll pause. He'll, turn, he'll put the tuner back on and, and it'll just be Africa by Toto playing That's on so like weird. Radio 2 or That's... whatever. And it, I don't understand how he does it because he's not explained it to me in detail. But like, um, it, he, I don't know if he know if it's the same station. I don't think it is because when I've asked him about it, it's not. He just can tell where it is somewhere in the ether, and it's always Africa by Toto. It's no other song. That is what? what? Yeah, he, he's in tune with that, that kind of thing. So that, that's really my hope... story. <laughs> that's crazy. I really hope that comes into use one day. Yeah, yeah. Miles in the Africa set. Did we tell the story of last year? Yeah. Last year's house. Yeah, and then I want to add a little story of my mum to I that. I was thinking about that last night, about the whole weight on the floorboards thing. Yeah. And I, I was thinking, I was like, bruh. That's, I, that is unbelievably yeah. scary. So, last year's house, there were six of us, me and Joe and four boys. Not very sorry, very sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I missed out on this episode. I wasn't part of this season. <laughs> and I moved in, I think I moved in last, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. And I walked through the whole house and I felt absolutely nothing. Um... Walk into my bedroom, not gonna lie, it wasn't a very nice room, but that's beside the point. After a few days, I start to feel like that weird shit, you know, that ghost people talk about. Yeah. They can have that sense. Um, the heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebies. It's a scientific term. Um, and I think after like two weeks, I start to hear these footsteps in the loft above. <laughs> but I'll disclaimer, there is no one up there. There is no way for us to get up to the loft. Yeah, yeah. you didn't, you we didn't, didn't go have up in the entire time you... No, we couldn't. We couldn't physically was, get up there. Yeah. So there was no way for anyone to get up there. And no one's gonna waste their time in that house trying to scare me. Yeah. But I started hearing these footsteps. So I asked Jill the next day, I think, and I was like, can you hear anyone walking up there? And you were like, no, no, nothing from your I room. I was the opposite end of the hallway. Yeah, so same floor, but opposite end. Yeah. So technically you should have heard it. Yeah. Um, and then I think, when did you sleep in my bed? I don't know, I don't know. It was like, after we would just months. We would have like a sleepover, so you would be, I would have my sister over maybe, and then you would, I would sleep with you in the, I don't know. Yeah, but but it was after like girl stuff. A few weeks or months, <laughs> what she said. <laughs> and you heard it too, didn't you? Yeah, I heard it, and it, it freaked me out. I remember lying in Megan's bed, and 
we were, she was asleep, and then I heard those steps just coming from right above us. Directly above the bed? Just directly just in the room. In the room. But okay. her room was quite small. It was maybe the size of... It was a bit bigger than this bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah by the way, for everyone, we are currently sitting in our bathroom because <laughs> the rest of the house is too loud. <laughs> and since we have a really big bathroom, we just put our office in yeah, here. If you hear so, a, yeah. a lovely reverb effect, it's because the bathroom tiles are echoing as hell. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I remember hearing the steps and I, I lost it. I was like, no, no thanks. It's weird because you knew they were there. Do you know what I mean, Megan? I'm guessing Megan you, had you already explained that. Oh, I heard footsteps, and yeah, and you'd but I probably first. just but went like, uh, yeah, and then I heard it, and I thought, no thanks. So after I think it was three months, this is when. So this these stories were never terrifying. I was never scared of this ghost. I knew he was a lovely guy. I was freaked out by the steps. <laughs> so it was like you could sense something was there, but it didn't feel evil. No. Okay. I have that. I'm quite evil. good at sensing whether it's good or bad. So I'm sitting at my desk, and everyone's out. They've all got jobs or uni. Apart from Matt was downstairs in his room. And I'm just sitting there working at my desk. And the hallway that leads up to my room, it has very creaky floorboards. Yep. As well as in my room. So I can hear these footsteps coming closer and closer. And I'm like, oh, it's Matt. And as I could hear him walking into my room and standing behind me. And as he took the last step to stand next to me, I felt the floorboard move, shift underneath me. As and I was like, there was somebody stood there. as if there was someone there. Yeah. And I turned around knowing where his eye line would be. Somehow I knew the, this guy's height. This guy height. You could just sense. I it. could sense where his eyes were going to be. I knew exactly how tall he was. Like looking up, I was like, okay. And then I turned around and carried on. I couldn't hear him walk back, so I didn't know whether he he just you know when like you sense he's not there anymore. Did you yeah. feel the weight of the floorboards lift? Yeah. As he, so I for those who don't get this, stepped, there was nobody there. There was nobody there. No As one in there. No physical person was there. I didn't see anything. What? <laughs> Did you not like pause what you're doing and freak out? No. See, I, I would have done I that. No, I just... Even if I didn't feel an evil presence, I would still freak out because I would be like, oh, I think that's the closest the ghost has ever gotten to me. Yeah, if... The most annoying thing was like knocking above my room. That was annoying. But yeah. Is that, did it sound like that? Yeah. So there was knocking footsteps and then the geezer who had... Uh, this is mental. Uh, yeah, so that's the story Brilliant. of the weird. <laughs> but it was only in your room. It was it? only yeah, in her room. There was no other instances around the yeah. house. Which is, that's typical ghosting, isn't it? They, mm -hmm. they, they choose their room and they'll stay in it. Yeah, I think it died there. Maybe, Maybe in the loft, like that woman. Because there was a cold spot in the room, so I think it died on that spot, but... <laughs> is that like a, where you put your arm in and you can feel the air's cold and you pull it out and it's not? Mm -hmm. that's, how, could you, how did you sleep in that room, mate? I, guess I didn't one night. There was one night where I physically couldn't sleep and I had to go and get Jack from his room. Oh, um, yeah. But I, that was the one I think I saw a shadow. And like that, that was my sleep paralysis shit coming up back away. I was like, kill me now. But yeah, I could kind of see him, but not really. Was it like yeah. a hazy outline? Kind yeah, of? kind what, of. And were they move, was it moving? Yeah. So like... It was just pacing around my room. <gasps> oh, that's so scary. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, pacing like hands behind your back pacing like you're pondering something or just walking just walking just looking at you or just walking like just looking and looking away and then it wait was that sleep paralysis why did you not like scream? kind of yeah because i i'm just not scared of this guy <laughs> he was fine I, I guess it's the vibe yeah yeah but even That's so i'd be like can you please i make think i think there were two spirits though in that house. Oh man. And there was one in the attic and one in my room. Oh, so you think they were two different things? Mm -hmm. Oh. I think it was one trapped upstairs, which was white. My was... guy was like, please let me See, up. I find yeah. that so difficult to like comprehend and believe, but I'm getting you <laughs> not lying. Like, yeah. so I'm like, yeah. there's like my mum's side in me and then my like spiritual side in me being like. Huh. So what was your mum and your 
doing in that oh, house? Oh, okay. So, we, no. So, we, my mom and I were not in the house, but I think that was at the beginning, um, at the beginning of April or something like that. Um, I told my mom about that, the weird footsteps from above and how there was no, like, there were no other rooms at, like, on each side of your room. So this is still the, the Coombe so Road Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I told my mom about this. About okay, the steps yeah. that I heard you know, yeah. and the weird things that Megan was feel, like experiencing there. Yeah. So my mom and I, we <laughs> fell down this rabbit hole of like Googling paranormal activity in Coombe Down Bath. You sent me a photo found, of that. Exactly. You, you didn't find my, the house, but I was like, yeah. We were losing our minds. We were laughing so much and like reading up stuff that happened. And the closest thing that happened, I think there was some kind of assault somewhere nearby at some point. And we found this archive site where you can type in an address and get any sort of paranormal activity up. And she like, she kind of probably, she, what's it called? Indulged my like obsession with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we had a great time Googling it. And I remember sending Megan some photos and it was amazing. And that's all I wanted to say, because I feel like it's a nice addition to that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. like my mom and I losing our minds over it. That has a full-on actual ghost story, like straight yeah, up. Yeah, I've never heard not one, like, yeah. Oh, I felt a bit cold one evening. It's like, <laughs> bro, there's you straight Because there was a lot of events that were like, yeah. leading up. I was like, yeah, this room is haunted. Oh I remember God. telling everyone that and they're like, fuck off, Megan. I was like, okay. <laughs> I believed you, but like, it's still difficult for me to believe. Like, I believe her, but at the same time, I'm like, but I believe you. Yeah, I know you. I mean. fully so believe weird. you, man. Straight up. It's real freaky. We're There's just lucky. Like we We're understand. lucky it wasn't an evil spirit. Like, yeah. I don't know what the guy in the attic was like, but I'm glad I didn't have one up there. Too bad he can't go through walls. The knocking man of Coombe Road. <laughs> yeah, we tried to come up with names as well. The haunting of Coombe Road. <laughs> hey, yeah. We should pitch that and then we can Eleven be in Coombe it. Road. Yeah. It does sound haunting. That does sound, that's like 11 Coke Cloverfield Lane or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was it for the very first breakfast and Sudoku episode. It was fun and the stories are These We might do yeah. part two. Oh a hundred percent. But we'll do level up next time. Yeah, oh. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, mine is already the most leveled up I can go. Like my mum being that a potential mad. murder detector, I can't top that. But I'll gladly listen to you two because those two have amazing stories. We talked for two hours yesterday. Yeah. So we did. We might do a part two at some point. So stay tuned for that. And thank you very much for listening. Do you want to say goodbye? Mwah. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. I was considering playing the song Africa by Toto as an outro, but then I thought maybe that would just be a bit too much. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun to record it. And we've already recorded a part two with our new friend, Kristen, which will be coming after the next episode. And it's also a really fun one. And Kristen has a horrific story to tell. Yes, I think that's it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a lovely rest of the week and weekend and I hope you're all doing well. And thanks a lot also on the feedback that I received on the last episode about university and anxiety. Um, it was very, very sweet that some of you sent me some messages saying how much you enjoyed the episode because that's that really warmed my heart and I really hope that you will continue feeling that way about future episodes. Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye bye.